everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Splatsploitation Book Club, my podcast where I take a positive look at the nasty and extreme, but in this format, I do it with a guest. Uh, this week, my guest from the Splatterpunk and Extreme Horror community is author Stuart Bray. Welcome to the show, Stuart. Hello. Um, so yeah, before we get going with today's book and the 60 Second and Wonder story, uh, I'm just going to give Stuart a chance just to introduce himself, let everyone know who he is, what books he's got out there, and anything else he wants to chat about. Uh, so all yours, Stuart. All right. Um, I, don't even, I don't even know how to put these in. Like, I'm trying to, I need to start like thinking like this is the speech that I need to give or like the the bio I need to give. Like, <laughs> uh, Yeah, as I said, I'm Stuart Bray. I wrote uh, Violence on the Meek and the Broken Pieces of June trilogy now. Um, I'm in the middle of, at this very moment, um, I just helped another newer author, uh, Chuck Nasty. Um, he has a book that he's coming at, that he's, his first novel is going to be House of Flesh. And I've been trying to help him figure out, jump, he's not really, he didn't really know Canva. Like I use Canva, I, like most other people do. Um, getting KDP set up and all that. So I kind of helped him through all that kind of stuff. He sent me the book, let me read it. Um, I told him it was, a, it was really solid for like a first release. So um, that'll be coming out soon. I'd really like to throw his name out there. I said Chuck Nasty. Uh, and then the book is House of Flesh. So, but um, yeah, for me personally, I just finished June. June released a couple of days ago on Kindle. And paperback is on Amazon June 1st. So there's that. I uh, have a book releasing, I'm trying to be as quick as I can. I'm trying to get all these in my head. Like I have like three projects I'm currently in the middle of. So it's kind of throwing me off. Um, and then I have Jason, Nikki and I are doing a book together where I write the first half. He finishes. He writes the second half. Um, it's called When the Mockingbird Sings. It's an extreme horror book. Um, he's doing his part now. And then once that's done, we'll do the editing and all that. And, I'm hoping that'll be out at least early next month. So, so that's me. <laughs> uh, yeah. How many books have you got out now? You must have a few. It'll be no, it's ten. Ten. Now. Nice. Okay, so June <laughs> June will make ten, and then this one with Jason and I will be eleven. So, so yeah. Awesome. Uh, sorry, my phone. That's <laughs> all right. Uh, you got about relatively quickly. How long have you been writing now? Uh, writing, uh, I would say, I have a, I have a lot of other stuff that I've written that I wouldn't really want published. I've, I've been doing that for <laughs> long as I can remember. Honestly, um, yeah, I'm talking like first grade, writing little short horror stories that I would write. Like they were a lot more tame. Um, you know, kids and aliens. And I would stuff. expect so in first grade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. if you were like, <laughs> oh, straight out the bat. <laughs> They were very tame. Uh, I don't know. Then I started reading. So uh, I started reading uh, Stephen King stuff and all that. Um, you know, just the normal stuff like that. But um, it, I think I read it in like fifth grade, and the teacher mm-hmm. took the book from me. It was sitting on my desk, and she's like, "You're not reading this," and I'm like, "But I, I am." She's like, "No, not not a fifth grader. Fifth graders not reading this." And she would call my dad. Oh wow! <laughs> Your son has this book, it and it's you know, uh, 
I don't know. So, but you know, sort I of think my that. parents are probably like totally oblivious to anything poetry did as a kid. <laughs> I don't think they bothered with anything like that. The it's films a... I got them to rent from like the video store back in the days. Like, yeah, well, I would rent <laughs> Bride of Chucky uh, mm. when Bride of Chucky came out. Love I would go to the video store and on VHS, I was like, we gotta rent that again. And my mom's like, we done, we rented it last week. Like, you keep renting the same movie. And <laughs> I, I would rent Bride of Chucky and Child's Play for some reason. Like, I wanted those movies. I watched yeah. those movies as like a young kid so many times. <laughs> so yeah, I, I know what that is. I know what that's like. It's uh but yeah, as I said it, it gradually grew. I I released my first book, The Heretic, in 2021. That's not too long ago then. Yeah, something you know. Uh so then I took it off and then had to re-release it because I finally had an editor and everything. <laughs> that was a whole thing. Um, but so the heretic, yeah, around that time, 21, 22, something. But not very long. Uh no. No, I, no, I that's a lot of books, like for, yeah. for two years, uh, ten books. Yeah, pretty good so, going. I mean, ten books. I don't want to keep doing that. That's not something I want to continue. Like, I don't want mm. to do like five books a year. Like, that's a little over the top. I just obviously wouldn't. I thought, even your video mentioned that uh, your tips video. I brought I brought that up before, uh, mm. where you don't want to like push stuff out so fast that people can't like process. Yeah, it's a tough balance. Like I've I wanted to put six out this year, and I probably will, but I just. Don't want to be doing that like every year, like a couple of years to begin with. So I've got a back catalog, mm-hmm. but like it's intense just writing all it, the time. It, it's funny because all the books that before, because the first book that ever I noticed that I, I I wrote was Violence on the Meek. It literally started the people mm-hmm. read Violence on the Meek and they're like, oh, well, what's this? Uh, You know, this, this and that. And I've since had two books released after Violence on the Meek. Um, yeah. So. But you know his name's his name's vicious and ensuring your place in hell. Like those are two things that were out after that, and but that book blew up, and then it made the June books that came before it blow up. Yeah, and I was like, oh, so then it started the whole June thing, <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, so that book really did it for me. But Bonds of the Meek was really, and that just blew me off. Like I, I just couldn't. All these other books that I've written, I hadn't heard anything about The Heretic. I, no one ever messages me about The Heretic or <laughs> any of these other books. Like, no one messages me about them. But but here recently, I've been getting, like, someone messaged me about, oh, I read The Heretic the other day. I really like this, this, and that. And I'm trying to yeah. remember, like, what yeah. I <laughs> I'm like, because that book is even older than, I mean, I wrote that book years ago. I had just finished it when I first got it published. So uh, there, there, it's very jumpy. It's like the Miles Jumpy book. You can almost read the moods. <laughs> you can be like, oh, like the way I'm writing, I'm all like happy in this. Because it, <laughs> like it. it was through a three-year time span that I wrote it. So I was going oh, through wow. all kinds of different stuff in my life. Horrible job, all this stuff. Uh, my son, my wife being pregnant, my son, all this stuff I was going through while I was writing this book. And it yeah. is it so, <laughs> it is all over the place. Yeah. And uh, I'm, yeah, so it, it's like an acid. It's the acid trippy books that it, it's it goes nuts. It's like zero to a hundred. <laughs> it's like a whole thing. No, it starts uh, somewhere though, right? Like I'm yeah, pretty sure it, now, if I read my first Abby book, I'd be like, "There's a lot I would do slightly differently." But yeah. I had a great fun writing it. So yeah, yeah. There's it, it, it. Yeah, it's definitely not the one I recommend to people when they first. Mm. When they're like, "Oh, what, 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 give me give me one of the books that you write." What, what what's the title? 
I usually don't say the heretic. I'm usually, I'll just throw like balance of the meek or whatever out. Just, I yeah. don't know. That's not my shame of it. I mean, broken I pieces of June or violence of the meek yeah. are the ones that are going to get people into the rest of your work, aren't they? Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's, I said, but then, uh, that's, that's me. Um, yep. Yeah. I think I know it's <laughs> the second mark, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Um, and yeah, uh, each episode I ask the guest who comes on whether they want to tell a 60 second or under story. And I think Stuart's got a very nasty one prepared. Oh, I, I, okay. I got a little mixed up. Were you wanting me to do that before? I didn't notice. No, uh, no, you can do it now. Okay. Okay. No, no, it's fine. Let's see. Um, blah, 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 blah. I'd sent it to you. Oh, hmm. I sent it to you on Instagram, right? Uh, I don't know where you sent it. I think it was Messenger. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Should have pulled this pulled up. I almost completely forgot about that because I wrote it. So, oh, here it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> this is a little graphic. Obviously, I guess you expect anything, you know. I expect nothing less. <laughs> something. <laughs> so, uh, please, my son, you don't have to do this. I pulled my cock out of the nun's matted gray cunt. I had finished five minutes before. Part of me wanted her to enjoy it. The church van was parked uh, parked on the old, I'm sorry, the church van was parked full of the old women, was packed full of the old women. All of them lay beaten, their gowns lifted over their heads. My cum dripped from their holes. They swore to never let a man enter. It was a strange, it was strange hearing all of them crying in unison. I had created my very own choir of pain. How funny. How funny would it, would it have been if one of them had ended up pregnant with my child? It would be the cruelest joke I'd ever pulled. The nuns screamed in horror during their final moments. The van, the van burned faster than I could have imagined it would. It was time to go. I had almost forgotten about having to pick up my daughter from school. She would be so proud to hear about what daddy had been up to. <laughs> the end. Nice. So I was reading without my glasses, so I was like, I had my glasses next to me and I'm trying to like squint at the read okay. without your glasses on a mobile phone, like yeah, just right. go just hardcore every way. Yeah, I'm just gonna leave these on because I, I was like looking at the screen and the words were like doing this. <laughs> I was like, oh I cannot see. So uh, it only gets worse. I need my glasses for like yeah. anything on the TV now. Like it's it, the screen's big, so I can see you and it's fine, but like that, it was like in black background with white writing, especially <laughs> so it was like Oh man, I cannot read this. So, yes. Yeah, that's that's my little sixty second story. Awesome. Thank you very much for that, dude. Uh yeah, the the idea with that as well is hopefully to uh, create some kind of supercuts one day of everyone <laughs> doing this story and maybe put it all together in some like kind of drabble style book as well and put it out for free or for charity or something once I've yeah, got enough of exactly. them. So should be good. Uh so yeah, from that we'll um discuss today's book then i'll let everyone know in advance that there there will be spoilers we we'll jump all over the place so the book is and the devil cried by christopher triana uh it's an absolutely fantastic book that i highly recommend uh, if you haven't read it before maybe quickly pause and go and read it and come back and if you have read it before then hopefully you enjoyed it as much as what we did um and also yeah if you haven't read it maybe we'll uh we'll talk you into it by the end of this podcast <laughs> Uh, so yeah, before we delve into it, um, what made you choose this one? Why this book? I had just been on a Christopher Triana kick. I had read They All and They All Died Screaming and something else. I had them on my Kindle. 
And I was like, I'll just start with Christopher Triana and, you know, just move on. Uh, and that, uh, and the devil cried really stuck with me because I hadn't read it. Jason Nicky gave me a review on violence of the meek and it, it, it compared the book to Christopher Triana's and the devil cried. And I was like, well, the title sounds cool. I had never read it at that time. I didn't know if that was a compliment or <laughs> so I had never read it. So eventually I was like, you know what? If my book's being compared to this, I need to go check it out. Like I gotta know. Like I have to know. And I'm compared to Christopher Triana, it's a compliment. I can tell yeah, you and I was really, <laughs> really uh well, everybody was talking about the beards too. Everybody's like, Well, he, he's the other. <laughs> uh but uh no, that's 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 how it happened. Like I had had my book compared to something I'd never read, and finally I picked it up. I like the cover. I really yeah, like great I, cover. the cover just drew me in. I really like that. Um, so that's another thing. But I don't know. I, I, I read it and I'm not disappointed that <laughs> it was compared. I, I'm not. I'm not. No. I, it's one of those that I wish kind of was. Uh, I'll, I'll get into that. I won't ramble about it. But as I said, that's um, I guess we'll probably talk about more about the book in nauseam in the video. But um, no, I said I did not regret it. Regret it. It might not be my favorite of his that I've read so far. Uh, I, I really liked And They All Died Screaming of You. No, I haven't read that one. I've read a lot of his work, but not that one yet. Okay. Um, I think that might be my favorite so far. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that, that might, yeah. So, but it, it was, I'm, I'm very glad. Like, I'm, I'm honored to be mentioned alongside with that book because I, re I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fantastic book. It was, um, yeah, I'd say it's probably my, yeah, I think it's probably my second favorite of his. Yeah. Like, um, Four Brutal is my favorite, like, absolutely amazing. And yeah, and then I think probably, yeah, probably End the Devil Cry just over Body Art, which is also an amazing book. So. It is. Um, it's... Yeah, carry on. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it really is. It, uh, um, I said it'll. It's definitely out of what I've read this year. I'm trying to get my reading up more. It's definitely up there this year. Uh, there was there's a couple others that I read just a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago that I really that stood out for me. Felt like the Root Witch and stuff like they were kind of standouts for me. I really enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it is okay. a uh, it is a good book. And as I said the cover art really just draws me. It, here recently. I'm kind of guilty about looking at books and kind of being like, oh, I really like the cover art. I'm going to read it. Or I really like the cover That's art on that. And I, I get that people do that, but I've been, I usually don't want to. Like I said, Matt Shaw does the black books with the white. Yeah. It's not really standout cover art, but you know. Yeah. But, pretty uh, striking, I think, though. Like those yeah. ones, that they do somehow draw you in. Yeah, I know. I I, I, I don't know. It's because I own, I own like four or five. One yeah. he did with Michael Bray and a couple like I have a bunch of those like I, I yeah I read a monster which is like that that's literally yep yeah yeah that's um so I mean they're cool and that's it it, it and the devil cried just I don't know it, it there's it doesn't really give anything away hmm. but it kind of does like when you read it you see yeah like you then you that know, book on yeah. on a bookshelf it's not something even you would you wouldn't you wouldn't really know what to to read about like what you would read into the cover. But once you read the actual book, then you're like, okay, you got yeah. him back in the shadows. He's all kind of hungover and drunk or whatever. And 
a little girl on skates. Like then you're like, <laughs> okay, okay, all right, I get it, I get it. So I'm guessing the big comparison for you then would have been Jackie. Like I'm yeah. guessing everyone was comparing Paul Jackie to Jackie. Paul. Yeah. yeah. So what do you uh, think of Jackie then as a as a character? Jackie, I actually liked him more than what like Paul because I mean Paul was more like a uh, just a missile. He was a shooting missile. He just anything in his path, it was just boom, boom, boom through everything, and until he hit the until he hit and exploded, and that was it. No more Paul. Um, so I said Paul was more of a shooting bullet, a missile, just go, cutting through everything and then landing, and it was done. Jackie was, oh man, I didn't like if you read him, there were so many times where he seemed like a normal guy. You know, he had he was on parole. He had he had to go get a job at a deli and it was frustrating. And there was a lot of those times where you're like, well, this guy's not so bad. Like they're yeah, he's fine. Like when I first started reading, I was like, this character, I don't get why they compared because he's such a <laughs> he's not that bad of a guy. And that what he got with his girlfriend and stuff at the deli and all that, and like how he used and molded her into what he wanted, you know, yeah. the, the, this woman, he like did so many manipulative little things that mess with her head. And I started feeling bad for the character. I'm like, man, she's got to smarten up. This is not going to end well for her. <laughs> and, um, but he was so, so good at that. Just slowly chiseling away. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like, I said, if, if Balance on Me was a bullet cutting through everything, this would be a hammer and a chisel, just like, ch- 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 and it yeah, was I mean, so the build up. Like, things... I... Okay, no. Oh, sorry. Uh, I mean, the build up. I mean, everything was so like, I, I just, as I said, when I first started reading, it, I wasn't really expecting like him to be so dastardly. <laughs> He's so bad. Like the things he like, God, I mean, he hits her for not doing the laundry or the dishes. Yeah. The dishes, like there's a pile of dirty dishes in the sink, and he like beats her. I'm like, where does that come from? Like, yeah, he was kind of rough around the edges, but he just like. And the there was there was a couple of bits where he was like, "Oh, she didn't really deserve a slap, but you know, got to keep her in her place." You're like, <laughs> Jesus, dude. <laughs> it just it's. That's the thing. Like, it's not even, it's so subtle because it's mm-hmm. like, I know, like, he's beating her. Like, that's not that subtle, but like, most extreme horror books are going to go like on a different level of like, well, I shoved my fist in her and pulled yeah. her in, like, you know, like, but it was so subtle. Like, no, I, yeah. I, you know, she didn't do the laundry. So I smacked her in the face and smacked her mm-hmm. around a little bit. It was, it's so subtle, but it's like, it makes you just go, oh, it feels so real. Like, it's like, yeah. oh, he's just like, it's the it's the thing that got me about the character like like there's a couple of characters i like that i would say are kind of like in the realms of jackie like kim white from full brutal billy silver from billy silver like those three are three that are like human characters you could walk past them in the street and not really realize how fucking evil they are and jackie was just that like the fact that he's that the book kind of tells like because he's the narrator he's telling you why he's doing it and that just notched it up for me when he's just like you know oh i just you know made her blow me because you know she didn't set the fucking dinner straight or whatever like you know just to like ruin her confidence a little bit and he's telling you why he's doing it like like you said like he could have fucking put his fist down her mouth and ripped her apart it would have been less horrific than 
yeah him just like chiseling away like you said like it's just it's so it, nasty i just I, I kept having moments where i was like i was like oh he cares about her like he he probably does he is <laughs> at the end of the book it's like he'll probably be like you know they'll be closer he won't be as mean she'll she'll say something put him in his place and it's yeah i didn't expect that <laughs> he's pretty much like the mistake they made is thinking i cared about natalie yeah. <laughs> yes i don't give a shit <laughs> Like the like I said, I didn't know. I didn't want to like give too many. Explain the whole book. I don't. I didn't know how we were going with. Spoilers. I don't even go into as much as you. Okay. Want. Um, man, the end with like the mob guys, like where he sh- like shoots, like he's sniping the mob guys that are in his apartment when he's when they have her tied up and they're like we're gonna rape her and tear her apart and all this and stuff. Like he's he shows up and it's like she's like oh my hero. <laughs> like you would think like that's what it should be. And he like yeah. walks. And I feel so bad because they, dude. Oh, let me try. This this book has me that like that's he he like talks. He says all these compliments about her throughout the book. He's like, oh, she's so hot. You know, I made her put on these clothes. You know, she sucked me off. And I got that he didn't care about her. But there were so many scenes with them together that I kind of mm. felt like she was one of the main characters. So when he walks in and she's tied to a chair with a bullet hole in her and he just walks faster <laughs> and I'm like what like I just I'm like dude like you, how could you be so all the things she did for him and she loved him like she gem- yeah. genuinely loved him and he just didn't give a shit no nah, dude bleeding. was next level evil <laughs> like I think he said at some point he kind of got used to having her around and I think that's about as far as his emotion yeah. for her would would go. It reminded me of like like he treated her like uh like a dog learning to use the bathroom outside. Like yeah. he'd pee in the house and he'd take the newspaper and no, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he finally had her to a point where she was like so trained. She knew what to say, mm-hmm. knew how to act, knew how to dress, everything. I'm like, oh, and then just to walk past her and be like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, dude, that is harmless. Yeah, it was nasty stuff. I've not really, don't think I've really read anything that captured it like that. Like, they're just, like you said, he doesn't, he's not extreme to her in the sense of brutalizing her, ripping off limbs, like, you know, the sort of stuff we expect in the genre. Like, it's just that, like, you know, punishing her for not doing the washing up or for not wearing the right color clothes or for not being whatever like it's just constant and he's just telling you about it and then like when the um deli owners kind of like oh you need to stop hitting her because she's got marks and the customers and he's like oh yeah i'll take it under advice <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he didn't for a little while and i was like they they were having like a moment where they're sitting there at, at home eating or they were having dinner or something and it was like you know he was like oh i, I, I wanted to beat her i wanted she, she I, you know she deserved it at that point but I remembered what he said about, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like, that's what it takes for you not to. to it wasn't even a nice scene. Like, the deli guy wasn't even coming to her rescue. He was like, oh, no, I get it. Women should be put in their place, just, you know, <laughs> not yeah. from the customers. Like, what the fuck, dude? Is there no nice people in this book? <laughs> that, that is true. Like, <laughs> As in, like, that he wasn't concerned at all. He's like, yeah. No, I'm like, just, the I only know. people concerned about not beating up the women were the gangsters. Yeah. They were like, no women, no children. Like, yep. 
your Leon <laughs> style. Like everyone else was like, no, I have him. Teach him a lesson. You put him in a place. Yeah, and the but, fact of how he was towards her parents when they met her her parents and stuff. Yeah. It was just like because it, it, it mattered so much to her. Like it was the one of the biggest moments of her life. Like he described her being just so jittery and happy and couldn't stop smiling. Like she wanted her parents to meet him so bad. And then he's just like, this dumb bitch is sitting here smiling happy. And he got this idiot across the way. He doesn't know what the hell. He's a Navy guy. You know, all the Navy guys are, you know, yeah. and like he's talking all this shit. And she's so happy. That's what gets me the dynamic. Like yeah. she's so enthralled and so like, so happy to be with him, no matter even if he's beaten her. She's she's mm -hmm. so happy that you know she feels she deserves it and that she's just happy to be with him no matter what he's doing. And he just so doesn't give a shit at all. Because she's her own side story in this book, I feel. Like, yeah. like she doesn't ever really interact with the gangsters or anything until the end. And then the mm -hmm. end, they're finally they come in her house and she's like, Oh, who's this? So when she starts seeing the pictures of him on TV, yeah. it, it's weird because she was starting to come into that world. Because they, as I said, like, you, it really was two stories. It was the story. Yeah, I mean, that was an intriguing enough story is because you're waiting for her to finally stand up for yeah. him. And yeah. she's putting the pieces together about the missing girl and the possibility of it being him, but he's still manipulating the situation. Yeah. And but you could take the gangsters out the story and it would still work as a double header between those two and her slowly finding out the real him. But yeah. instead it, she just gets cut off and shit. Yeah. <laughs> It was astonishing to me. I just could not. I was like, I mean, I, I it, it didn't surprise me. Like, obviously, you, you know, like, you kind of got how he felt. But it was just so sad because, like, as <laughs> said, she she was so in love with him. Like, yeah. she would have she would have jumped off a bridge or done anything for him. And <laughs> he, he in those last moments of her life, like those fleeting moments, he could have at least been like, I love you the whole time. Like I never, you know, just anything. Just, <laughs> you have to mean no. it. Even if but, he didn't mean it, yeah. But, yeah, no, but, but no he chance. had to let her know that he didn't yeah. give a shit. Like, no, I think he says, that. right? Like, I'm pretty sure she says like that she loves him or she's pregnant or something. And he's just like, nah, I never loved you. Like, yeah. And, and just it. in her last months, how cool yeah. do yeah. you have to be in someone's final fleeting moments of life <laughs> to say something so cruel and hurtful? That that's the last thing that they feel before they die. That so, that's why he's right up there as one of the cruelest characters man. in the genre. Like, Oof. like that I said, the scary thing about him is like I said, there's other characters, obviously like the slob or something, who's just who is scary as well. But you'd notice the slob walking down the street, but Jackie could be your fucking neighbor or whatever. Like you walk past him in the supermarket, you wouldn't pay him any attention. Like. Like, it's just nondescript monster. Yeah. Like, I mean, that it's it's like a lot of the murder cases you see now where it's funny because people always say, like, oh, they look like the stereotypical serial killer. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> what do you, what, to, to you, what does a serial killer look like, I ask? And like, well, well, Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, they have the glasses and they yeah. just kind of look like the creepy white guy with the... And I'm like, so it's like every time that... He, Jeffrey Dahmer is the only person, famous serial killer that fit that serial killer look no one else like mm. if you see john wayne someone that looks like john wayne gacy no mm. one's like oh that guy looks like a serial killer i'm like no. that guy looks like a serial killer like that's what <laughs> like this this guy everyone compares jeffrey dahmer and uses his image as that looks like a serial killer so like yeah. jackie jackie was like a built guy 
Like yeah. he even said he was, you know, he was he was built, he did his push-ups and stuff, and he was a, he felt like he was a good looking guy. And um, so it's just like, yeah, you wouldn't notice that guy. You just walk down the street, just looks like a guy. He doesn't look like big head or you know, somebody some yeah, one of these someone like that there. you would notice straight away, yeah. Yeah, no, Jackie, you wouldn't. He's very Ted Bundy. Yeah, you know, you had the the good looking guy who you would never suspect. But uh, I was really stressed in this book. Like there were times like when his parole officer was walking through the apartment and he like picks up his uh Jackie's girlfriend's underwear. Yeah, it's tough sniff pretty like, much. <laughs> like I, I literally was like, dude, I was so stressed out because like Jackie, just don't hit it. Don't do it. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't do it. Like in my head, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, how's he gonna write this? Is this gonna he's gonna be is he gonna like hide his body somewhere or and that he didn't do anything. I was like, oh, man, I was on edge for a second. <laughs> like this book genuinely, I think because there was so much emotional stuff in it, that the charge, the emotional charge was him and his girlfriend. Like it, it, it gave you, it showed you a side of him that he didn't usually show to other people, even though he was faking it with her. Mm-hmm. He didn't show that soft side to his gangster friends or anything like that. So you were like genuinely invested, like, he, he gave you this thing where you're like, well, in the back of your mind somewhere, you're like, Jackie might not be that bad. He might not be that bad. I feel for his girlfriend. So you're emotionally charged and then all this other stuff hits you. And it, I think what was interesting about him was like, he had this element of being a bit of a victim about him as well. He was a little bit whiny about the parole officer and stuff with Carmen in Siri and stuff where he was like, you know, he's someone who, when you hear his backstory with the army stuff and the stuff with his brother and that, like you realize that like he's a guy who has been on edge, who's had like kind of mental breakdowns and stuff at times. Who, yeah. You know, I think he tells you he's had a mental breakdown at some point in the past. So he is a very mixed emotion character who's still manipulative and pure evil at the same time. Yeah. It's a lot of layers to him there. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, as I said, it, it, it takes a bit because. Like you see a lot of these, um, a lot of these books where it's easy to write some of the serial killers or the monsters in the books. You know, some people like you can just write a basic. It's the it's the character that was written that was so, so real. I felt it wasn't it wasn't over the top. You know, he wasn't just going out like. I mean, it was it was funny when he was in the uh, when they went and got the Jewish guy. They took his jewels and. Uh, yeah. he, he killed his two sons. I mean, he walks through the apartment complex shooting people. Someone else, like yeah. an old lady pops up, an old lady pops out the, around the corner, is like looking, and he shoots her. I'm like, and then, and then just to add on to it, he says later that the woman that was shot died, and she had she was like a single mom with like three kids, like in a newborn I mean, baby. Like that. Yeah, and I was like, oh my, you had to add on to it. Yeah. <laughs> so much more, like. I, I was because then much- later when he's shooting up his own apartment he kind of says like oh my neighbors are clever enough to not look out the door <laughs> unlike that other stupid woman like back in, like so he's still kind of on his mind thinking like that dumb bitch shouldn't have opened the door like fuck her like, and, and his friend what was it vince i think it was vince yeah vin yeah yeah vin vin uh just not giving a shit. <laughs> like he's like yeah we worked together for quite some time you know we we I, i'm not gonna say that we were close you know i just we knew more about each other and this and that. So I knew he didn't care about this dude, but Vince was like dying in the hospital and he, he doesn't even care. He's just like, 
well, as long as he don't say anything, I mean, yeah, my son when he died because you know, then he couldn't talk, you know, and geez, like they're like, but even, even, uh, even the girl, like, I, the little girl, like, I, that was astonishing in itself because I'm like, he, I, I thought he cared, and they gave me that one that he, Christopher Triana wrote it in a way that. Once again, gave me just a little hope for Jackie. I was like, <laughs> well, okay, all these other people screw them, but the little girl, it's creepy, obviously. Don't get me <laughs> wrong. But it he's showing this real, genuine love, and it's a weird love, and it's okay because it's weird. He's weird. But then it's like he starves her for a while and he inject keeps injecting heroin and meth and all this stuff into her. And it's like so dark and sinister. Like yeah. he's showing all this love and doesn't want anything bad to happen to her. But, but I think he says like his end game is to basically fuck her and then kill her. Like yeah, so I, like and, yeah. and that's down the road. It's not even yeah. now. He doesn't even want to do her as he doesn't want to yeah. do that as while she's a kid. He literally wants to groom her, build yeah. her up. He's like, always like, oh, it'd be wrong to do it now because she's actually yeah. a child. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, okay, that's what you drew the line. Not like, fucking injecting heroin into her and keeping her in the basement, <laughs> making her piss in a fucking bucket. You're like, yeah. I, I, I'm like, and, and once again, but it's just like his girlfriend. It's chiseling away at that yeah. character. And, and Yeah, because right I think he wants her to want to fuck him. Yeah. Like he doesn't want to just take her. He wants her to want him. To depend like, on him. Yeah. Like, and that's... They're subtle little things. <laughs> like, I, I, like subtle little things that like she would say or not say, and it would make him mad that she mm. did or didn't say something. He's like, Well, she didn't even compliment my, you know, she's not even thankful, you know, how rude. Yeah. I'm like, What? Yeah. <laughs> it, it very like, much the center of his own universe. Yeah. And I said, like, this one, this is one of those books I will say it's not. It is go there's gory elements and stuff, but it's not, it's more it this for me personally, I feel like it's more psychological because yeah. every character in the book is being broken down mentally. Yeah. Like all the yeah. main characters, like he's even playing his own boss, the one he goes and you know, yeah. while sitting at the pool and he's gonna shoot his daughter and all this stuff. I, I think he did. He shot his daughter in the head, right? And then he shot him. No, he didn't shoot the daughter, he shot him. He didn't um, shoot him. Okay, he just had no. just shot him. Yeah, no, he shot him in front of the wife and the daughter. Yeah, and he had thought about shooting the daughter too. Just to, yeah, I think he was more just perving on her down the scope. Yeah, yeah, waiting to see if he can get to see her tits, like you know, I, just the small wins in life before you assassinate like, someone. What in the world, <laughs> like, like, just such. I said it's not an overly gory book. Like uh, you know, you hear it's it's kind of a. It is one of the, the books you hear in the like. When people ever people mention like top messed up mm. dark extreme horror books, it usually is mentioned in that on that list. But it's not even it doesn't have anything to do with the gore or anything. It's no. it's not even about the kids. It's the mean. No, it's the meanness. Yeah. It's yeah, just it's so mean. And like you said, every character gets broken down. Like Pino is boss, obviously loses yeah. his son. So he's kind of yeah. in this place where he's got to take retribution, but that's going to cause all kinds of shit. And yep. Yeah. Then obviously you've got Natalie that he's just absolutely like dismantling piece by piece. And yeah, you know, just, yeah, everyone, Carmen, he just 
hooks up with yeah. for no reason. It's just pure cruelty. I had forgotten. I, I forgot. It, it, Carmen got lost in the whole story for me. Uh, There's so much going on that I, I seem to forget about her whenever I think back on the book. Um, Wow. I mean, yeah. I get why he was using her. Like, I, I get it. But, like, man, he really built her. <laughs> he was already, like, lost her husband. He's in jail. She's huge. She's not out with, like, no other guys really wanting her. So she's like, oh, my God, this attractive guy. Well, she's the only one as well that he kind of delivers the punchline, right? Like, yeah. you know, his boss doesn't know that Jackie killed him. Natalie dies thinking they're still a couple. Like, it's yep. only Carmen that he's like, oh, fuck you, you fat cunt. I was using you all along. <laughs> And like it, Jesus, dude, you just kidnapped her daughter. <laughs> Give her a break. <laughs> he did. I'm like, he's like, and he just had to keep adding things on. Like, he, like, yeah, he's keep when, yeah, like, like the when he, I'm trying to, I don't want to. Either he called her, or she called him. I think he called her. She, uh, yeah, no, she I called him. There. She called him about the fact that her daughter was missing, yeah. and then he decided to use that to break up with her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the cops like who is this you know they talking yeah. from the phone and you know it's it, it's just so man it's such a mean-spirited book mm-hmm. like there's nothing i don't think anything in it besides I, I would say the ending was a release but it wasn't mm. i mean she did end up I, I feel like it happened really quick when she injected him in the eye oh very quick yeah it was just really I was quick. still wondering where it was going to go. I'm like, yeah. Jesus, like there's only two pages left. To like, yeah. well, that's on, I read it on Kindle and it said I was like 90% through. Yeah. I, was like, oh. I was like, she stabbed him in the eye and stuff. And I, I just needed maybe a little more, maybe what happened to her or just, even just like I a little. I don't know. I think just him finally getting his comeuppance is, yeah. was enough. I think like yeah. it just, because it had that build all the way through. I think just that one moment was like a good release. Like I think yeah. if she had just mounted him and started fucking butchering him, I'm not sure if you would have got more out of it than that one stab yeah. and run. Like, well, even that, like I, I kind of just wanted more. I feel like he deserved more. Yeah, like, it, he's such. A, oh, he deserved a lot more. <laughs> and I felt like I was like, okay, so something. Something's gonna he's happen. someone who'd gotten away with everything, right? Yeah. Like we you like the prologue at the beginning, he kills a guy, gets away with it. Like he pretty much killed his brother, like he led to his brother like falling yeah. over the banister and dying. Oh, That's another he pretty, thing. he destroyed Sonny, like he might not have killed him, but he tried to ruin that guy. Like just you know, throughout the whole book, he fucking destroyed everyone. So yeah, you want this great big and a vengeance on him, but life doesn't work that way. His brother, though, that was that was another part that was just I it went over like so sad. Like he, it, yeah. you could tell at first he, or maybe he didn't. It really kind of messes with you because at first he seems genuinely like concerned. No, with he just didn't want to get discovered. It, yeah, like, he didn't like, give a fuck about his brother. The never-ending story. He put yeah. it on all the time. And yeah, he, he like, tried to keep his brother calm. Yeah, but, like when it came to it, he just chucked any old film on and then had to go his brother afterwards. Yeah, that's he was not impressed with his brother catching him getting hit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm gonna tell, I'm your big brother, I gotta, protect you. <laughs> you know. I'm and, and as soon as they started talking about that, I was like, Well, that's <laughs> yeah, it for <bye>. him. Like, <laughs> that is, he's yeah, it was interesting because he'd said that the um. 
the guy at the beginning when he committed the robbery was the first person he ever killed. Yeah. And then the backstory comes into this brother and you're like, well, this brother's going to die, but you said you haven't killed anyone. Yeah. But he kind of led to his brother accidentally dying. Yeah. So clearly Jackie in his head did not see it that he murdered no. his brother, which he no. fucking did. Yeah. Which again, that's... it's just so fucking evil. Yeah. Like there was, he was another one and uh, I'd gotten told about Paul. They were like, he was a character with no redeeming qualities. Yeah. And that's exactly with Jackie. I, there's nothing, nothing at all redeemable about his character. Like, and you know, and I know that's how he's written. That's great. Like that's, you know, and that's great. Yeah, I want to feel that way towards his character. But I, I think about it, I'm like, there's nothing about him that made me feel any type of sympathy for him in but, any way. Like well, he's a character who's massively homophobic, who's yeah. pretty damn racist, who's a domestic abuser, who's an assassin, who's massively self-centered. You're like, there are no redeeming qualities other than no. the fact that you know, you can see the army fucked him up, that he didn't yeah. come back right. So you that's his only defense. But he'd already killed someone. That's why he joined the army, was yep. to get away from robbing the guy for 42 quid. So Yep. And and that's the thing, like it, it's the army might have messed him up. Think about that, because he was already as a kid, he was so obviously something was wrong with him. Like maybe not yeah. in the sense like him and his friend, but the way he treated his friend during the interaction. Yeah, it was what he was doing with Natalie, was what yeah. he had started doing with Sonny as a kid. Yeah, and and, and as I said, like, you know, if that's his preference, that's fine, but it's it's the fact of, of how he was emotionally using him, too, like, yeah. uh, so subtly as a kid. But And that's the thing, so he was already doing stuff, like killing his brother and stuff like that. Like, he, he was already before the army. He was yeah. crazy. But imagine like what comes after 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 him going to the army and being able to release all this killer instinct and all this rage, what he comes yeah. out as. Yeah, or because it's pretty innocuous all. what he ends up in jail for, right? Like he's killed a guy, but and then in the army he's done loads of atrocious shit. Yeah. Some of it's army stuff, some of it's the way he described it, it sounds like he was having a whale of a time, like yeah. killing towheads or whatever, the way he puts yeah. it. Like he was having a great time. But then he comes back and he ends up in jail for like armed robbery or something. Like it's not like he even done the time for what he's actually done. It was more just yeah. like you know he's done the time because he stole a bit of money, not all the fucking lives he's ruined. Yeah. So there's this little weird entitlement about him where he feels like you know feels a bit invincible, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, I definitely he stands out there for me as some of like. I almost hated to see him die at the end because I was like, it, it's a character that I like. I like. I want to know more about and more. I, I like the mystique, you know, it mm. doesn't explain every, I, I like that. But also I like the character so much that I want more. Yeah. I want past this book of that character. I like the books. Like I, I want, I, that needed, that book needed to be like 400 pages of just, Jackie, <laughs> of just Jackie, like his thoughts and what he you know, I would have read the um I would have read the book about him like running the uh, male prostitute ring in the prison. Yeah, in prison. That sounded fascinating. Oh, but he was so cruel about that too. Like yeah. he had the uh, Penny or what was it? Uh, was Ginger. It Ginger. Um, yeah, Ginger was his bottom. Yeah, his yeah, main like. She loved him, or and, and like all this stuff, and you're like, he made her get the, or he he did. It's not know. a good idea to fall in love with Jackie. <laughs> oh no. Gosh, like 
and to and to leave her the way he did in such yeah. an uncaring way. Well, yeah, like, I guess that foreshadowed Natalie, right? Because he was just yeah. pretty much like, "You belong to Mark now." <laughs> like, see yeah. ya. <laughs> and, and and like that's it's crazy because he left them like with Natalie. You know, she her last final moments of being alive was, you yeah. know, him. He did something cruel to her. Well, just like um, you know, Ginger. Yeah, as he's leaving, you know, it's like her final moments too because yeah. she gets to go with the other guy, and he knows how much worse. He is. He's going to beat her. He's going to like, he's not going to treat her with respect like Jackie did. So Jackie's, Jackie's walking, idea of respect. And yeah, Jackie's walking respect. out of jail. He's like walking out of the cell and he like looks at uh, Ginger. And yeah. it's just like, you know, yeah. sorry, I got what I needed out of you and now I'm done. So, well, that whole, I thought that whole stuff was massively messed up. The whole idea of like castrating like one of the other. And of like guys in prison because their dick was too big to be like oh. used for the girls. Like just all of that stuff was just absolutely mental. Like Yeah. Like I said, I yeah. could have read a whole book just on how he started off this prostitution ring in jail. Like that just sounded crazy. Yeah. You know, it, it Jackie to me is like Keith Ledger's Joker. Like yeah. we only got the one movie. And you and you've seen it. If you if you like the movie, you've seen it a bunch of times. I mean, and, and that character is so popular now. But it's like you only get this Joker in this one movie in this one universe. That's it. You're never going to get a Joker like that ever again. <laughs> and yeah. that's how I feel with Jackie. I'm like, okay, so it's done, and I can only get this Jackie in this book in this universe. Like this is it. And it kind of sucks. So I'm like, man, I could really go for some some more Jackie, like. Well, I mean, luckily the book's infinitely rereadable, but yeah. also, yeah, you got Four Brutal as well. You can go and read, if you haven't read that one yet, go check out Kim White. Like, the argument, well, not the argument, the debate is always Jackie or Kim, like, which one's the absolute cruelest? Yeah. Like, I need to read Four Brutal then, so that's a... Four Brutal is amazing. I think you might prefer Jackie just because you read this one first. I don't really yeah. know if it's down to who you read first or who amuses you with their cruelness the most because yeah. they're two very different characters, but they're both just the epitome of mean. Now I got to read full brutal. So you do. Uh, it's a highly recommended. I just finished, well, uh, uh, yesterday, maybe last night I just finished hundred percent match. Oh, that was so fucking about. good. I loved that book. Okay. Really quick. It's, it's a tad off topic, but I needed to ask Go someone. Who's recently read? I know you recently, semi recently read 100% match. Uh, about a month ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know what the main character, and this is nuts, and I really hope you get this reference. So, you know who that I pictured as the character the entire time? Okay. I, I don't know, Courage the Cowardly Dog. I don't know if you'd ever, did you ever watch Courage the Cowardly Dog? No, I didn't know. Oh, man. <laughs> is that what you say? Is it? There's a character in there. It's it's a dentist, right? Um, and he's trying to like pull Courage's teeth, like pull people's teeth out. He's a crazy dentist, but he's like the scariest character right. in, in the show. Like it, it still to this day, he's always smiling, like he doesn't stop <laughs> smiling, and he's just always like looking down. And his voice, is like you are a very beautiful dog, Courage. Like and and like his voice is so like creepy and monotone. I pictured this character as that, yeah. just always. Always smiling and looking creepy, like like the cover. Like I pictured yeah. the cover, 
um, the statistics and all that in that book. I love that. That was so I love the the random like bits at the end of the chapter where he's like, oh, I'll put the kettle on, had a cup of tea, and then I went into the basement and killed the girl who's been down there for two weeks and then went to bed. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. wait, what? what? What fucking girl in the basement? Like, Who are you talking you about? read it like that. <laughs> yeah. like, read it like that. His like, sentence like, just runs brilliantly. Yeah, he's like, oh, I brushed my teeth. Uh, I shot the boy in the basement. And then I watched a documentary on uh, piercings. And I'm like, <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Like, all is that in his fucking mind, or did he do that shit? Yeah, the, the 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 police officer chick, he like covered himself in his own feces and then violated her with a nightstick. And he's like, <laughs> and then I watched a documentary on, <laughs> on Syria, yeah, <laughs> like on dinosaurs or whatever. Yeah. Like what the hell? Like, yeah, no, that was a great like, book. Uh, yeah, yeah, Loved yeah. It. I had to get off on that because I, it's been a while since I've got to. I've like I had just finished it and I had to get it out to somebody about this yeah. book. And I thought about it, but uh. But, so um back with and the devil cried what did you think about i mean i feel like um it's quite a few of the writers kind of do this now and i like it myself i've always liked to slice of life stuff but what do you think about the fact that there isn't really a particular goal for jackie like until siri comes along then he kind of wants to kind of groom her and fuck her and kill her but he doesn't really have a kind of an overwhelming arc in the book there is no real He's trying to achieve anything, right? Like he just gets out of prison, gets a job as working for a gangster, and like that's kind of that. Like if that gangster's kid didn't get run over, like Jackie's story would just be him kind of doing whatever they need him to do, right? Yeah, that's... So it's quite an interesting structurally sort of approach to it because there is no yeah. big overriding arc at all. That that is true. I mean, as I said, like if if it never. If he had never went after that the, da- the daughter, so if mm. you know, if he had never went after her, like, and none of that happened, like, would he still? Would he be boring? Like, would he be like the normal? I, I don't know. Like, he was, he was pretty cruel in prison, so I'm sure he would have done something mm. along the line. He would have done something wrong yeah. in, in his <laughs> life. I'm sure something would have come along that would have created a story like yeah. this. But um, no, it is one of those. I look at the, I like looking at the outside of stuff that didn't get mentioned. And like mm. certain books like this, I think about like what this person's going through and like what this yeah. person over here is thinking while this is going on. Because um, there's a lot of red herrings in this one as well, isn't there? Because nothing yeah. happens with Pino's daughter. Like you really think Jackie's going to do something inappropriate with her? That's what I thought the book was. Yeah. When I, when I Me first too, read, when I first read it. Same. Yeah. yeah. I think I read the synopsis, something along the lines of like his boss's daughter or something. And I had read something about that. So instantly when I went into this book, I'm waiting for that. I'm yeah. reading it and I'm like, okay, so when's he going to start doing creepy stuff to her? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, man, is he going to do something? I, and then in my mind, I'm like, this is how the story's going to go. He's going to do yeah. something to his boss's daughter. His mm-hmm. boss is going to find out about it. And it's going to be like this manhunt on him. Yeah. And I was like, that's exactly in my mind. That was the book. That was what yeah. I was going to read. That was the story. That's what I was bracing myself for. But it's kind of like having two drinks sitting next to each other, and one of them is yours, one of them is somebody else's, and they're two different things. And you, yeah. you're drinking yours, and you're so yeah. used to it, and you're like, okay, okay. And then you accidentally pick theirs up, and it's like unsweetened tea or something, and you're like, oh, oh, like it throws you off. Like, yeah, no, I thought it was interesting because it is, yeah. like, she's definitely a red herring. Like, the minute she's introduced, he's eyeing her up, and then he's perving on her in the 
and like by the pool and he, he's talking about the way she's dressed and like the colors she's wearing like he's clearly a little bit obsessed with her but then this younger girl comes along and he's like okay that one like you're like yeah. if the younger girl like if siri didn't come along like because her dad didn't run over pino's kid then like would he have gone for the the fucking gang boss's daughter because it kind of felt like you said like he, he was definitely kind of looking in that direction yeah he, he was like uh like uh you know saying like oh yeah i was doing this oh squirrel look like it's yeah. like he lost attention like yeah. he's focused on the daughter <laughs> like the daughter, she doesn't like, know how close she was to ending up in jackie's yeah. basement <laughs> oh it, and you know what's great i would love an alternate universe story of him going after the boss's daughter like <laughs> it didn't happen like he never went like that none of that ever happened the the, the summons never ran over or nothing like that and like there's an alternate universe where that's what his goal is yeah maybe that's him. where maybe that's where it would have gone like if yeah if the kid didn't get run over yeah, like he could be like uh what was it the the killing joke with Batman where like the Joker is uh sending pictures of Commissioner Gordon's naked daughter to him or like putting he was in a tunnel. Yeah, what it called that and, way. And, and, and <laughs> images. And I'm like, yeah. man, like that would be a cool Jackie thing. Cause I was like, if he goes after the boss's daughter, he does all this stuff to her, and then like one day the boss is like flipping through his mail and finds <laughs> like some and he's like what what is this like freaking out like like of his daughter just getting railed and i was like, hey, like <laughs> I would love to see an alternate story where it like explores different you know i guess that's the um, that's the strength for the character right like you could put this character in any of those stories and he'd shine like yeah yeah i i love reading these stories like that like these books with as i said 100 match i love that main character i needed more of him uh, I love Jackie. I need more Jackie. And, you know. Have you read Billy Sylvia? yet? No, I have not. Yeah, you'd enjoy that one as well. Billy's so fucking cruel. I have, um, I just bought, yesterday, I bought uh, The Prettiest Girl in the Grave. Oh, uh, right. No, I haven't read that one. Yeah, yeah. Tree uh, I think it's the most out. recent. Yeah. yeah. Pretty It'll sure. be about a month old when this podcast comes out. But yeah, yeah it's literally yeah. just come out about two days ago. Exactly. I I got that. I want to, I've been hearing nothing but good things about that. Um, yeah. I was going to read Hub. Yeah. Uh, Matt Shaw, and I haven't had a chance to do that yet. That'd be an uh, interesting one. I'll get around to that one at some point. You know, I didn't know that he was, I've, I've been reading Matt Shaw books for years and uh, I never knew that he was English. I, I never yeah. knew. I never no, I think I've never met him, but I think he lives in Southampton, so like twenty miles down the road. Like that's so cool because I said like he and Edward Lee were like the the people that it, you know a lot of people that read extreme horror were the first things that they read. Like that was either Matt Shaw or Edward Lee, or um. Yeah. So like it's so cool. Like I said, he had a video on Facebook the other day when he was when he spoke. I was like, what? I was like, I, I just never, that's what never what I imagined. So it was like, wait, it just threw me off. But uh, yeah, so. But his YouTube are, channel is quite fun, actually. He's got some good videos on his YouTube channel. Yeah, well, wait, okay, well, you just you just got had him a new subscriber because I had no <laughs> idea that he had a channel. I saw yeah. a, it was like a reel or something on Facebook, but. No, I didn't he know does he a lot of, um, he does a lot of film stuff as well. So a lot of the channels, him making movies and behind the scenes stuff, but. He's also got a lot of stuff on just like writing and how to go about stuff and just some funny videos of him dicking around. Like, 
What was Good his um, movie? I, I heard, I, I'd heard something about that. I, I think he's know. got a couple out. I think he, he sent me a trailer for Monster. So I think he made Monster at some point. Okay. But I haven't got around to seeing it yet. And then he's, I think he done one, I want to say called Seller or something like that. But I haven't seen any of them, unfortunately. But I will at some point. Well, I it, I have to go look at his YouTube channel now. I, know, like, <laughs> I, I did not know. Um, cool. You learn something new every day. Yeah, exactly. I learn something new every day in this community. There's always <laughs> like, there's always more books or more movies or more yeah. insight into something. I said, um, in all, I really, I really like, and I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't review books. I'm not good at reviewing books. Like if, if, if I read something and I post about it, I'm not like, for some reason I can write these stories and whoa, and like weave all these scenarios together and do all this stuff. But like when it comes to reviewing a book, <laughs> I'm like, uh, it was good. Um, it was written well. Uh, I don't, <laughs> don't know how to go about reviewing a book. So, um, yeah. So with this, I wouldn't give it anything like a star rating for me personally, because as I said, I'm not, I'm not one to judge on anybody's. Um, so I, I really, really enjoyed it. It's definitely one that I will reread eventually. Mm. I can see myself down the road reading it again. Yeah, like, I, to it, be it, honest, that, I, I enjoyed it more the second time around. I liked it a lot the first, okay. but reading it again and kind of knowing where it's going, you're yeah. like, it just made all the choices Jackie made like more crawler because He's just fucking with everyone's lives, like for his own amusement. Like, yes, like yeah. he's just like he's bored, uh, or he yeah. thinks the world owes him. Like, I, I, I overly, overly like Jackie. As I said, there's so many different scenarios. Even him and the girlfriend. Like, I, I could have like had a whole thing with just that. Like yeah. him, the book, the whole book is him just chiseling further and further and further until the end she just it just <laughs> crazy like that that's i could there's so many scenarios with jackie that i would love to yeah, see you wonder what his end game was i don't think he ever reveals what his end game was with natalie like i'm pretty sure he doesn't really say i think she was, I, I just, think his, she was just there i think she was just there to kind of keep the parole officer off his back and to yeah. make him look somewhat normal maybe yeah. to be a bit of a beard because he was clearly quite gay whether he wanted to admit it or not like, yeah and, and like, he, yeah, he there was a lot of natalie's place was basically like his shield i guess for like other yeah. stuff she kind of was like and then she would also be the kind of person that would vouch for him you yeah know, if he was somewhere she would she would you know he would she would easily say no he was here with me all last night like i mean we yeah. were watching the movie or you know like she would do that like and, she, and that's what was so so heartbreaking about the end where he just steps over her while she's dying. Yeah, she could have ended up going into like fucking prison or something for being an accomplice, like the way he was acting at times. And he did not care. Like I said, she loved him so much. Sonny loved him so much. And mm -hmm. he just used him and got what he needed out of him. It's like he he uses people and once he gets exactly what he needs and they're no longer yeah. of value, they're done. And yeah it's it's interesting isn't it because he finds a way of kind of opening up their vulnerability as well like the stuff of sunny was so kind of like you know just again just cruel you've got this kid who's kind of finding himself in life and he's got this person in jackie who he can experiment on and they can enjoy things and see what's what and 
all the time Jackie's just kind of like instead of just letting himself go he's just building this fucking resentment towards the kid and this nastiness is just building inside of him and it's not like his parents are like browbeating him or anything like he's just don't know there's something inherently evil about him yeah that's um I said this in this I'm gonna trip on my drink. I was um in this there is no no one gets out of this unscathed. Like no. there is not a single character in this book that you can say, okay, well, good for them, you know, happy ending for them. Cause even uh what was the little girl? Um Siri, uh, sorry, yeah, I'm, she's still been locked away in a fucking basement in Gerard. Yeah, probably yeah, now it, addicted to heroin or something. Yeah, she she got out. She stabs him in the eye. She, you know, whatever. She's running away. She gets free from him. She's no longer in his clutches. But it's like, what after that? Like, she's yeah. a little girl addicted to drugs. Uh, <laughs> she went through a traumatic event that was just mm-hmm. what you'll never recover from. Like, I mean, you're at an age there where she was old enough to like, she'll remember those things. Yeah. And that is awful. Like, she's going to have to, as, as like, it ruins her school life. It ruins her social life it ruins like that like everything he done to her he basically yeah. won she might have gotten away but really i yeah, mean the only he thing he didn't her. quite succeed at is i don't think siri ever brought brought into his notion that carmen didn't want her like as he kept telling the kid like oh your mom doesn't want you she sold it she sold you to me like she, she sold gave you away like, she like, she she's really she happy sold. now she's out on a date like she doesn't have to worry <laughs> about you anymore <laughs> he's like she sold you uh she sold you cheap too <laughs> like oh my god like that is so so sad like to just break their spirits like that it was a very cruel book he's an extremely cruel character like yeah it's and, and it as i was saying before like it's so there's nothing about it that's couldn't be done it's not over the top like everything in it's very it's very grounded in a sense mm-hmm. like what some of these people can have done to people like these crazy people that have no remorse and no emotion. Like, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with getting a little girl addicted to heroin to these people. Like there's mm-hmm. people out there like that. This book did not, it didn't take like a left field. It didn't go out of left field and completely become something it wasn't. No, I think where it was um, pretty much first person, wasn't it? I think it was pretty much Jackie all the way through the whole book. So yeah. because he didn't feel any empathy for these characters, then you're not getting that in the book because he's the one telling the story. So it's, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite reads of this year. I would say it, it's definitely up there. And said so it will be one that I will go back to. Yeah. Um, there are only a few books out there that I've ever like continuously like snuffed by Eric and Ike and a uh, weirdly enough hatchet. Uh, mm. uh, um, sorry, I'm like completely lost it. Uh, hatchet, uh, um, Gary Paulson. Sorry, I don't know why completely. But yeah, that's I've, I've literally read that book like five or six times. It's just like a feel good book, yeah. like it's kind of like an escape. But uh, like this is one of those books again where I'll have to like knowing what I know now, I'd like to go back and reread it. You know, because yeah. I said like with with this book, everything kind of come out of come out of nowhere. Like when he first beat Natalie, or he first did this or that, like you're like, wow, like you're just it's hitting you all at once if you haven't read it. And you're reading yeah. it now, and it's. But I think the second time I like to go back and kind of like be in a better well, place reading. Well, the it, second like, time reading it, you get a sense because you know you get more of a sense of just how calculated it all is. 
because he doesn't treat Natalie poorly to begin with. Like he eases her in. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, oh, I decided just to like punch her in the face or give her a backhand. You know, just test the water. You're like, what do you mean test the water? You can't, you can't just turn around and fucking belt her. And he's like, yeah, I just wanted to see how she would react. Like, turns out that, yeah, she's, you know, submissive. So that's good. You're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, (laughs) there wasn't an issue as well. It's not like he was worried she was going to leave him or something was happening. So he had to take drastic measures. Like, he just done it because he wanted to. Yeah. He was doing anal with her. Like, he was doing all this stuff. Like, she had never, he said that she was like very. um... Yeah. She was pretty kind of shy and meek and. Yeah. He was just like brilliant. I could take advantage of that. That's good. Like she was a missionary, missionary position all the time kind of person. Yeah. Like yeah. that's to her, you know, like so him doing all this crazy stuff that she'd never experienced in her life. He's yeah. like, oh, I'm, e- I'm eating dinner. Like, <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> he's eating dinner. He's eating the steak. Hold on. She made a mistake and he's eating the steak and. Like he's like blow me under the table. Yeah, like he's describing the steak sauce dripping. On <laughs> it's so asshole. Like, well, like, because then with Carmen, because Carmen is a bit more wild, other than not having sex early, but like when they yeah. start having sex, she's a bit more wild. He doesn't hit her or try anything because he knows that she would be like, "Fuck you, get out of my house! Don't ever <laughs> see me again." Exactly. So he's picking his battles, which is just and, and, but, but even Carmen, more manipulative like, and horrible. It, as a parent, it drove me nuts that she was just so cool with having this strange guy around yeah. that her daughter, like, like all the time, like letting them do things and skate together, holding hands. And it just seems kind of odd for something to do with someone's daughter. It's like, but he was life. being, again, he was being manipulative with that because he yeah. could skate. He was like, yeah. oh, I'm just going to pretend I'm not very good. So she has to hold my hand. Yeah. So the mum's seeing her daughter looking after this guy because he's a bit wobbly on the yeah. ice or whatever, where really he's like, no, I'm pretty good at this, but I just want the little girl to touch me and it feels great. Yeah. And you're like, dude, like, Everything about him, nothing about him seemed, you, you, you never knew when he was like, that'd be one of the people you could never tell when they were telling the truth. Yeah. Like because everything, everything that he does is a plan for something yeah. else. It's a if there's an end game to everything. Uh, for him, like he's always out to like get you know uh, very selfish, obviously. But he didn't come across as being an unreliable narrator either, though. No, like, you didn't doubt anything he was saying. You just no, didn't no, like no. what he was saying. Yeah, it's just like looking at it from like an outsider, like because that's what we are. We're watching this unfold in our minds when we play it, when you're reading a book, like it's, uh, I don't know, like looking at it from an outside, like if I was standing in the room and like, saw this, this guy, like, <laughs> he's shaking your head, like, don't do that. I, I just can't like, yeah, I said he, he, that, that he's definitely one of my favorite characters, uh, that I've, yeah. I've read in a while, because as I said, like, I want, if you, if I leave a book wanting more, of that character like oh it's such a good character i can't believe like is there anything else like are they mentioned it like uh like white trash gothic with uh ever lee yeah uh, like introduced a bunch of this yeah yeah, like little cameos and stuff like you know i I could i could i would let me know that jackie's in another book (laughs) in any like you know at any level and i will i will read it like that you will sell a book to me (laughs) say that jackie appears i said it's it's cool um 
it is a uh, it is a good book. I said the, my only complaint, one complaint, was it was a beautiful ending. It did it did it it fit. I just needed a little more. Maybe I, I don't know. Just anything with uh how she turned out or like <laughs> like you know like in movies where they show like the picture and it's like oh Freddie moved to New York and had a you know like yes. I would have loved. Yeah, I always I had this um, conversation with an ex. Like, I love open endings. I don't need to know any of that. Like, I like filling it in in my head or just knowing this is where the story ends. Where, yeah. Where she was more like, but what happened next? Like, what, where, you know, I need to know. <laughs> no, I'm quite comfortable with the open endings. I, I've always really enjoyed them. Yeah, I, I said it, it's. I mean, it just says that she's running through the woods or like, cause they're on that, you know, she's running to the water or whatever. And yeah. she's just laying on the ground. And I'm like, is where is she going to get, like, is she going to get home? Is she going to make well, it back? That's it. Like, like he says that he sees the darkness, but it doesn't actually state that he died, died. So you might get your Jackie in prison book or something. Yeah. See, that would be cool. It, it 20 does. years later when he's out. Right. Yeah. That I'm fine with. That gives me hope that like there <laughs> could be. Like another, that would be cool. Um, I think that that isn't one of his old. Is it, is it older? I mean, what's ah, when was the release of that? I thought uh, it was like 2018. Yeah, I was just say I think it's a good four or five years. I think. Okay. So I'm, I'm not. Guessing don't I'm quote wrong. me on that. But well, regardless, it I can might only be 2021. I have no idea. I don't really look at the. I dates thought I had looked it up. I, I couldn't remember. I remember when I started reading it, I looked up something about it, and because I, I. Could not remember if I'd ever heard anything about it, and uh, if I had to put money on it, I, I wanted to say it was 2019. Yeah, I don't know. Let me see if I can quickly find it. Spell it right. Um, no, no date on there. No, not sure. <laughs> It's a little while. I have to figure out tonight because, um, but yeah, I said um, I, I I definitely recommend it. It's definitely um, I said it's at a different level of extreme horror. I would say it's, yeah. it's very. It's not the gore horror, or it's not the body gore or the sexual like. That's toxic love. Toxic love is another yeah, book of his. I don't know if you read that one. I have not. No, see, for for me, like Christopher Charney's books are like Full Brutal and The Devil Cried, Body Art and Toxic Love. Like those four, just like they all have just a level of meanness to them that I just love. <laughs> Toxic Love is that the one? It has the girl with the gas mask on the front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. That's a great book as well. Yeah, I see. I, I okay. So I I need to be on a Christopher Charney kick. Um, Oh, yeah. I've been one of those for about the last year. Like, yeah, dude's yeah, amazing. I, <laughs> I, I got to look and see if he's actually. I don't know if he's coming to AuthorCon April first. Not sure. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. But it's a. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I, he's one I would really like to meet. Um, mm. I don't know. Just, I kind of like just have a conversation with uh, with him. Do uh, you ever watch his? Um... His podcast with um, John Wayne coming out. Uh, I have not. Yeah, uh, social Jason, issues and stuff. Yeah, Jason told me something about that, and I had looked at it. There was a short where who was it? Him, Carver Pike, and somebody I can't remember who. Oh, there's no, there's written in red, which is Carver Pike, Aaron Beauregard, 
Daniel Volpe and Roman and Bercy. Okay. And yeah, and then social issues is just Chris and John just dicking around for like two hours for most of the podcast and it's a good laugh. Some plenty of recommendations about films and stuff in there. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. and they have guests sometimes as well, which is pretty cool. I've been I've been trying to get on if I'm on Facebook and I see another author going live, like mm. I see um Fallope going live. He goes live yeah. sometimes. Uh any anybody that I see, um the one that wrote 100 percent match, uh Harrison. Uh, Patrick Harrison, yeah. Yeah. Um anytime I see anyone go live, I try to join in, just say yeah. hi. Because I've had a couple of them say, Oh, that's Stuart Bray. He's you know doing this on, and they'll give you a little shout out. So I try to like jump on there and just interact with people, you know, get get out there a little bit more. Um, so anytime they go live, I try to I try to watch those. But I've never tried any of that live stuff at all. Just you never I, I never feel comfortable with it at the moment. I've jumped in on a few other people doing it. Like I've watched some of the like the obituary ones or like some of the authors like Aaron Beauregard when he does one. Like I'll I'll jump on there and kind of watch it, but the idea of hosting one myself, I'm like, no, not yet. Well, for me, I think, it, I think it tells you when you leave. I don't want to like hop into a conversation. Like oh, yeah, yeah. that side of it, I don't mind. So they know people hop in and out. Like yeah, like I'll like hop in for like a second and I'll say something, and then like a minute later, I'm like, I think I'm actually gonna hop out of here. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. like this Stuart Bray guy jumped in and we mentioned him. Yeah, you know, no one's second. gonna notice that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was kind of, uh, and then if their views are low, I feel bad for leaving. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, I've been on here for ten minutes and I got two viewers. Oh, thanks for joining. And I'm like, oh, oh man. I think that would be me at the moment if I started one. I'd be like, no, please don't go. You're my only viewer. <laughs> I'd feel so bad for that. <laughs> <laughs> so I try, I go into them and I'll, sometimes I'll sit them on the couch and listen to them. Have you done any yourself yet then? Have you done like a Facebook Live yourself? Yes. I was actually going to ask you because I mentioned I mentioned Hack in it. Right. I did a Facebook oh, okay, Live cool. video. And it was yeah, like, I see, I did not see that. Like, so that you don't like mention my book, and you're only one. And I'm like, no, nah, fuck that. I ain't watching it. I'm playing Zelda. Yeah, it, it was on, uh, it was on Facebook Live. I saved the video. It's like a permanent oh, save, okay. so you can go back and watch it. Um, it starts out sideways because I've never done Facebook Live, so I didn't right. know the best camera. I had my phone. I wouldn't use it on my computer, so I had my phone on a tripod thing, and I was like, it says, <laughs> it says cannot turn while Facebook Live is active or something. So I'm like, can I right. turn it? And I would turn it, and I had to have people in the chat tell me that I was the right good, way. I was upright. Yeah. And uh, but no, I mentioned uh, I mentioned hack in there. Okay, thank you very and, much uh, for that, dude. Yeah, so uh, I mentioned hack. I mentioned I mentioned a few other little people coming out, like the Chuck Daniels guy that I was talking about that I've been trying mm. to work with to get his stuff out. Um, yeah, someone else brought his name up who I was chatting to not too long ago, actually. That was yeah. kind of helping him a bit as well. So at least yeah, Eve, it sounds uh, like Eve he's surrounded himself. I don't... Me and Eve both. Eve fell. Yeah, I, Eve fell. That's the person, yeah. She, I sent yeah. him to her. Right. She had been messaging me. So I told her, I said, hey, look, uh, I told him, I was like, look, go to Eve. Uh, she's very chatty. She seems like yeah. she'd want uh, I'm not very chatty on messaging. I just don't. <laughs> not really my thing i can't do like full conversations um with on chatting i just can't do it so i sent him to eve and she helped him get his cover art she proofread his story i think she gave him a blurb for the for the cover oh nice um all this stuff she's like really she's 
full blown helped him out. Like, and it's awesome. Nice. I, I, I just yeah. thought that was so cool. Like, yeah. Have you given her story a read yet? Have you read Dolls? Uh, Dolls. Yeah. I bought Dolls, but I have not read it. I have four right. books in row right now, and I'm trying to finish. Uh, yeah. but I have to go down this row and finish these other books. I, I think you I enjoy that library. one when you get around to it. It's a good. Yeah, book. Like I've had it in my library, these books in my library, my to be read for so long, yeah. and I, I was like, man, I need, to, I really need to read these. I bought them, and you know, I really need to read them. So that's what I've been doing, just going down my to be read list on my Kindle and just reading this. You know, that's why I did 100% match, and that's where I, and the Devil Cried came from. I literally was just trying to mm. break down this wall of all these freaking. Books. <laughs> But you, never gets you have the pressure because you like you review these books and do these videos. So like for you, you have to read these books in a timely manner. Like if you're gonna yeah. put them all in like a video, and I'm over yeah, that's why I was working out today. I'm like, okay, I gotta film the monthly review in five days. And I still need to read two more books. So that's when you start like putting together like, okay, I can read one short one and one long one. Just to shout you out, did you did do um, what were the videos you were doing about the collections? Was that are you still doing the? Uh, you doing... I've done loads of different ones for um, shorts and anthologies and stuff. Yeah, by the time this airs, your one would have came out by that time as well for your short collection. So I've done one of those. Yeah, yes. I've never seen a video about that. About I'll bury you. Tomorrow. Oh, okay. No one's. It, it's one um, I least mentioned. And it I'm comes like... out not this. Again, this is all going to be wrong for the actual video because it's coming out in five, six weeks' time. Yeah. But in real time, it's coming out not this Monday, but next Monday. Okay, okay. So last Monday of May, I think. Oh, May yeah. the 28th, 29th, whatever it is. Okay. That'll be, uh, be when it's out for you. I'm really excited because, as I said, no one ever... I think that's probably my least reviewed and read book. When I look at my statistics and stuff on yeah. KDP, it's my least, the least bought Um and I hate it because I really felt really good about like the metaphors and those stories and all this stuff. Like, oh, I think uh, it's really good. I think you wrote it really well. I, and like, nobody, it just didn't get received. Like, maybe it's because I need to wait a little bit. It, that's why I like having all these books out because you read one now, a newer one, like, oh, what else has this guy written? Yeah. And then that's when they go back and read the rest. So, so I, I speculated <laughs> as I've got you here, I speculated in the review. Did you write those stories in order? Uh, like the way they are placed that I write them in exactly yeah. that order. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I thought so. Yeah, I could yeah. tell. But you were ramping up the extremeness as the book went on. <laughs> like you were like finding like that nasty voice was just creeping I, in I, more and more. I was trying so hard with that with that book that I was like, I did not want to be extreme. I was mm. fighting. Well, you failed miserably on the third story because that I story is nasty so as fuck. Hard. <laughs> i did not want it to be i literally was like it's like these people that are like oh my god that was so, your, your your uh your the dialogue was so funny i'm like what like dude yeah. it was so funny i was dying i was like i never intended for it to be funny but yeah. i mean that's great you know cool i, I you know uh i never know like because the first story was kind of like a good sort of outer limits mystery crypt keeper yeah. sort of thing and then the second story was like sad and then just had a brutal ending and then the third story, you're like, oh, okay, this is the violence on the meek writer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I never did. I swear, this that book is like one that I'm like, I almost in my head was like, you know, this could be in a high school library. Like, this could, <laughs> this, is, this is good enough. This could be there. Like, you know, I, this isn't bad. The kids wouldn't freak out over this one. Like, oh, I, I with never, the third story, the first two you'd get away with. 
my wife my wife has never read any of my stuff. She she read a little bit of every little flaw because it was the most normal, but she read that and I was like, look, it's normal. It's normal. <laughs> it's a normal book. You can just read it. It's just horror stories. It's like goosebumps. And she's like, oh, okay. And she's reading it. And she's like talking about the third story. And she's like, what? Like, <laughs> why would this be like I'm not reading this? I was like, yeah, you snuck that into goosebumps. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> I swear, I was like, I mean, I was like, yeah, it's like, you know, anybody horror is what I call it. Like, I was like, yeah. it's like his name is Vicious. I feel personally that is anybody horror. You know, it's just like, I don't put like a warning on it or anything like that. It's just, it's just a book. It's just a horror yeah. story. And uh, uh, Matthew Vaughn read it and was like, it's like a car crash with mangled bodies everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, no. I was like, that's a cool nah, thing. It's because you don't, cover. we don't see it now. Like, I had a friend the other day who was like, um, he's like, oh, I finally bought one of your books. And he's like, oh, I bought The Rot. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I, before we talk anymore, like, I did warn you. So how was it? And he's like, well, I kind of thought I knew darkness, but then I started your book. He's like, I couldn't get past the first chapter. I was like, that's fine, dude. I did warn you. He's like, it's so cruel. <laughs> and we forget that it's not normal horror. Yeah, like it's-, it's not. I have people at work that are like, oh, you write you write books. I was like, yeah, you know, I got a few out there. It's like, where can I get them? I'm like, get them on Amazon, <laughs> whatever, you know. And I, then I have to think later on. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> read some, one of those books. Oh, yesterday, I went to a, a cousin's birthday party. And she turned, she was turning 16. And I brought her, um, I brought her, I'll bury you tomorrow. And I was like, oh, it's my, one of my normal ones. And then for some reason, my brain, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give her white trash. And mm-hmm. I gave her that. And we're at the birthday party. And, and I was sitting there by myself. And I was like, I just gave a 16-year-old girl <laughs> one of my most violent books that I've ever written. Like, one of the worst. I feel guilty about certain things I wrote in that. And I was like, <laughs> I went to her. I'm like, hey, look, I'm not trying to be an ending giver. But I was like, I need that book back. <laughs> give that back to me. I, I can't have you reading that. So, I was like, well, I really had a moment there where I was like, that was not a very adult, very good adult decision to give the 16 year old girl a book <laughs> like that. I was like, okay, okay, you know, know my audience. So, yeah, come back when you're a little bit older, you can read yeah, all of them. <laughs> exactly. I was like, why, why would I do that? I felt guilty. I was like, this kid is going to read this book. I'm like, oh, she, she likes horror movies. She's 16. She can read one of these books. And I'm like, oh, man, you know what? Probably she should not. <laughs> should not read my stuff. So, but yeah, um, yeah. In yeah. all, when it comes to the uh, and the devil cried, I recommend it. Uh, I, I love. As I said it is one I'll go back and reread. Um, you know, and I'm I'm kind of glad I never regretted picking that. When you asked me about what I wanted yeah. to, because uh, I was thinking about it after I had told you that's what I wanted to to do. I was like, man, you know, but there's some other books out there that are really good. I'd really like to discuss with him or. I read every little match, or you, one hundred percent match. You've already covered that with. Uh, have you covered? Uh, no, I done it in the monthly review. I haven't done it on the channel yet. I'm sure it'll be oh, one that okay. comes up at some point. So, see, that's another one. I would like if you put yeah. out a video where someone's talking about that with you. Like, I would. Yeah. I, I said I really enjoyed that, but um, you know, it, it was good. And as I said, I'll, I'll go down the road. Give me about a couple months, and I'll, I'll probably read it again and feel a whole different way. And uh, by then, I've read a lot more Christopher Triana, so. 
Uh, yeah, yeah so I'll be checking fully out recommend starting with uh, Full Brutal and okay. Toxic Love. Like, okay, I'm gonna read. Uh, I'm gonna read those because I said I'm trying to get a lot of Christopher Triano. He he's the what I had the most of in my thing, so um, I really need to. Yeah, I think he might be that. other than Brian Smith. I think he's probably the one that I've read the most books of. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I discovered him quite early and was just instantly addicted. Like, yeah, yeah. I That's think those two. I've read quite a few of both of those, and they get Brian, around Brian quickly Barry? enough. Uh, Brian Smith, uh, the oh. guy done Depraved. Yeah, uh, okay. again, another series you'd probably really enjoy the Depraved books. You know, another book I've been hearing about. I, I if you were lucky enough to read it, I said I really like to hear just real, a really quick thought. Uh, Survivors, JF Gonzalez. No, I can't get hold of it. Like I everyone says that. I, I've, yeah. heard, I've heard people say they can't. It was like no, well, it's it's because basically like this, you know, it's just not been republished yet. So there are copies out there that are a couple of hundred quid or whatever. But Brian Keane, I think, came out not too long ago and kind of said, "Look, don't spend a ridiculous amount of money on these copies. Like these books will be republished. Like we're looking into it." So I think it's just a case of waiting, you know, and, six months, a year, two years, or whatever, and then a lot of his books will start coming out again. Well, he had uh, the JF Gonzalez do a recent one about the. Uh, it's, it had a videotape on the front or something. Uh, found footage or what did? Uh... No, it wouldn't have been recent. Um, I think he died a while back, so I don't. Okay, so it wouldn't have been a recent. Uh, no. I'd seen another book with his name on it, and I couldn't remember. I think I read Clickers, and that was amazing. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, Survivors is one that I do want to read, but I'm not paying too much quid for a paperback. Yeah. But uh, I'd use that money oh, to go to Orphan Card. <laughs> it's just like it's just like uh, what was it? Snuff for you? Like it was an insane amount. Yeah, Snuff was seventy quid, which is Jen's too much. I don't get. I don't. That's yeah. nuts. Like. I said we uh I think here uh, me and Otis were talking about it that day. I think it was like twelve to eight or eight or twelve dollars or something like that. We yeah. on Amazon and I swear I I just I, have to buy it from the States and ship it over. Like it'd probably I be cheaper than just buying it in the UK. I swear I would send you my copy. Like I would send <laughs> you my copy just so you could read it. I want you to read it that bad. Like uh yeah, I'll look to pick it up at some point and then I'll invite you back onto the podcast and we can chat oh, about it. I could that would be a full that that discussion. I said that was one of my first. That is why that book is the reason why that I incorporate the snuff stuff into a lot of my my books. Mm-hmm. Like that is like my measuring stick of where I wanted to be. Like I wanted to write a book. I use that book a lot in like certain aspects where I'm like, well, I can do that better, or I can make that worse, or I can, you know, I take that nasty scene and make it ten times worse. Like I yeah. use it as my measuring stick. I'm so, reading the weird snuff one at the moment again. I won't be at the moment when this video comes out, but. Uh, I'm reading um, The Final Cut by Jasper mm-hmm. Bark, and that's kind of like got about halfway through it at the moment, and it's got some weird, like, cool snuff things in there, but it's also yeah. a bit of a supernatural mystery and with bits of extreme stuff. Like, it's going to be a good book by the end of it, I reckon. So. I feel like snuff is a very, like, popular thing in the extreme horror, you know, mm. like, it's a, it's almost its own genre. People are, yeah, like, I haven't written anything within Snuff just because the Abbey series is all set within a kind of a an exploitation B movie world. Like, exactly. it's kind of close enough without it having that Snuff aspect. Yeah. 
Otherwise, I feel like I'd be repeating myself a little bit or yeah. I'd limit what I could do with that series because I'd take a story that I could do with that, but do it somewhere else. So. Yeah. Well, that's how the Broken Beasts of June series, like that, how that trilogy was. Like it was my only snuff related kind of books. Like I feel like if I write another book that has anything to do with snuff recording people getting killed and tortured, I'm like, ah, you know, like it just feels repetitive. Like I'm going to be doing the same thing. Yeah. Trying to get away from like that story, so I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I said I love this. I feel like snuff books are like its own because you always see the like people on books of horror and stuff. Like any snuff recommendations, any snuff film type books, like this and that. And I'm yeah. like, and then I think uh, reading with Meg did a uh, she did a list. She compiled a list of snuff extremes horror snuff books. On her page, it was a pretty lengthy list and a lot of stuff on it. I had never, no, I never, heard that. and I was like, "This is cool!" Like, I never. That it's awesome. Like, I loved it. Uh, so you just screenshot it and you're like, "Right, yeah, I can download yeah. that list." <laughs> I do, and I'm like, I want to say that she she mentioned Broken Pieces of June. I'd have to go back and look, but uh, yeah, like I I feel like snuff is its own thing. It's kind of like the body horror. Like when I think yeah. about Clive Barker, that's what I think of body horror. Like. Hellraiser, Book of Blood, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so, I, I, I don't know. And The Devil Cried, so, <laughs> yeah. back yeah, to that. Definitely, definitely one we both recommend. Um, yeah. Yeah, before we head off then, is there anything else about And The Devil Cried that you, you want to cover, or do you think we pretty much go through it? I feel like I've, uh, I've given a, we've, we've given all the main, even you brought up stuff, and I was like, ah, forgot about that. Uh, yeah. I think Everything's pretty much covered. It's uh, I highly recommend it. Um, I'm I'm honored to be compared to it with Violence on the Meek. I, I that's now that I've read it, I really am honored. <laughs> like I'm like, dude, like someone thought of these two characters together. I'm like, in Natural Born Killers, it was another thing, and I was like, I like that movie, and I I'm an I'm honored to be compared to that. So, yeah. uh, I said loved it. Uh, it it's you know I said I'm still new on the Christopher Carolina train, so, um. Got a lot of good books ahead of you there. Definitely made me want to read more of his stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for coming on to the show, Stuart. It's been great chatting to you about it. Yep. Um, I appreciate it very much. And uh I will uh yeah. keep my eyes out on uh when this when this actually posts. So yeah, like I said it'll be a few weeks. Um um yeah, and then we'll uh, have to look to have you back one day if I ever find a reasonable copy of snuff. Can you like throw uh, uh, like a hack ad? I like just promote hack real quick because I, I I really I feel like you I feel like you want to like advertise your stuff at certain points like like you're on a video we're supposed to be talking about this and you have like these rules I really feel like you should just take a moment to <laughs> to promote where can you where can you buy that at uh, you can buy that on Amazon and probably Godless soon enough but not quite yet okay so you can get you can get the paperback is it you yeah yeah paperback? you can get the um... Yeah, you get the ebook and paperback on Amazon. I should have some signed copies soon as well. So I love that cover. <laughs> I can't get over it. I'm seriously. That's um, Christine Aldrich again. Yeah, because I saw that what you had originally for that cover. Oh, yeah, I showed you, did I? The cartoony ish. Yeah. Like, and then she did that. Yeah. I was just the font. I love that font. It reminds me <laughs> of, uh, it reminds me of Pieces, the movie Pieces are like. Oh, yeah, yeah. The 70s exploitative kind of like yeah. it's kind of 3D-ish or it's big and it's 
I don't, I don't know what it is. Like, I, I, that's I my thing. The seventies, eighties exploitation. That's my way. Well, it just looks so good. I, I, I cannot get over that. Like that, that is an awesome, awesome, awesome cover. But uh, I definitely will be picking that up as well because I'm very interested in checking that out. So yeah, I love Abby, by the way. <laughs> I love Abby, by the way. Um, now I still have to read uh, Not For Children. I still have to read that. But um, yeah, I, I'm loving what you're doing. So I said I'm trying oh, to get all your lot, books. I'm trying to get all your stuff out of the way too because I am I need to read uh, Oh, uh, anything on like the wrestling oh yeah the blood sick wrestling is um it's been put on hold for just a second while i finish another story but then i'll be straight back on it okay Um, i didn't know if you wanted to mention that i just kind of i know you had maybe brought up the concept on facebook i didn't know if you were like yeah no i I started kind of writing the second one i've written maybe about a thousand words but i just yeah something else took over quickly and then it'd be back to that and hopefully i'll have it out end of july maybe beginning yeah. of august at the latest so we'll see cool i said i just had to let you get that out there because you know you've been promoting hack pretty good on uh all your stuff and um uh, it will be on godless soon though like that that's a fun yeah one. yeah i normally do two releases i normally release it first on amazon and then kind of a month later release them on godless because that way I can have two release dates without looking like I'm spamming the shit out of it. Just spamming it. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, cool. I, I really plan. appreciate you having me on. No problems, dude. It's been great talking to you. And yeah, like I said, we'll definitely look to have you on again one day. Right. Later. Awesome. See you later, dude. Bye. Yeah.